Voice Coaches Radio, everything voiceover. Welcome to a brand new special episode of Voice Coaches Radio. My name is Marissa, and it's not every day that we have a guest here. And you, you might actually, there's probably a sound quality difference, and I apologize, but I'm, I'm at home right now. I'm on Zoom, and I am joined by one of our former students, Phil. How do I pronounce your last name? Ewert. Ewert. Phil Ewert, welcome to, to Voice Coaches Radio. This is this is as good of an applause as you get. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Marissa. Uh, listen, you know, I was alerted from John, who is, you know, one of the, the big guys here at Voice Coaches, that there was a guy that I absolutely needed to speak to, and that is you. And, uh, you know, I well, feel... Yeah, I feel I feel honored for you wanting to be a part of this today and that we can just kind of hang out and have some fun. Uh, I know that you hit me up earlier and you're having some of the seasonal allergies pop up, but have no fear. It is okay. <laughs> you're normal. That's that's all it means. I don't know if anybody's oh, yeah. ever told you little, that. <laughs> little uh, post-winter uh, nasally today, but yes. Yeah, where are you located? So I live in Minnesota, which uh, just this morning we got another three inches of snow because it can't decide if it's winter or spring yet. So we're still fully entrenched in winter. Yeah, believe um, me. Here so in New York, it's supposed it's to be 50 same. tomorrow. So <laughs> Right, right. Isn't that crazy? Right. You know, um, because when we're recording this, it's it's about mid-March still. And, you know, what I'll tell you is here in New York, like we, we I don't know, we had like a 60 degree day and then everything melted. And then this past weekend, it was like five to 10 inches, like it was stupid. And today, I mean, it's it was only like maybe 50, but uh, all of it's starting to melt by by later this week, it's gonna be like 70, so it should all be gone and I will sure. be a happier individual, uh, but I will also be experiencing the same allergies that you <laughs> are, because that's the problem, sure. right? Like this time of the year, it's like, it, it, like everything starts to grow and then it starts to die again because the snow falls and then it starts to grow again and like nothing can figure it out. and we're just over here going, I don't know if this is a cold, if this is allergies, if this is COVID, mama save me. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> when all else fails, I see your, your cute little puppy running oh, around yeah. in the background. No, I know. I, I have a house full, um, you know, and that's the, the thing when I'm, when I'm working from home, it's like, they've gotten very accustomed to that too, by the way. So it's like, you know, I'll be teaching Penny, the, the dog that you see in the background there. She, um, she's been the, she's the one that frequents the sound booth, correct? Yeah. 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 She, well, she's a mama's girl, so she's got to be with me a, a lot. Uh, but she's like the unofficial mascot is what I always say. Um, you know, so yeah, it's, it's a little house, uh, house full over here, but well, listen, I wanted to have you on because when, when we have students that, that finish the program and they get out into the world, you know, sometimes we don't hear how everybody's been doing, but I know that you've had some success. So I want to get to that, but please like, tell me before we even jump in at anything, like when it came to you coming to voice coaches and, and wanting to be a part of the program, what were you doing prior and what sparked your interest to get you to sign up in the first place? Sure. Well, um, I'll go back to the, you know, for my stone ages, back when I was even in high school, I had uh, my English teacher told me that uh, she thought I had a very good speaking voice when I would give up and give the speeches and things and said, you should go to school for broadcasting. And she happened to know the uh, manager of a local radio station. And I actually was going to high school with one of his sons. And so I got a friendship with his son and got a tour of the radio station uh, where he worked and then uh, ended up going to college uh, for broadcasting. 
and spent four years on air uh, and quickly discovered I liked being on the producer side, I guess, than on-air talent. I did on-air for four years on the student radio station and enjoyed it, but I made commercials. I, I did the other voiceover stuff and enjoyed that more. I gotcha. Fast forward 30 years, almost. <laughs> uh, that can't uh, even be a thing. You don't look anything over like 40. Come on. Well, that's very kind, but you're 10 <laughs> years off. Um, <laughs> uh, so I uh, started places I worked. Um, I would just record voice their voicemail systems uh, just because the ones that they had were either really bad or I would convince them they needed something better. And so I was doing that and everybody like, oh, I know you, you're that voicemail guy. Um, and it had nothing to do with my job. I just did it. And right. I enjoyed doing that. Well, I had a friend, uh, this is now about two years ago, that kind of really sparked uh, the whole voiceover thing. And he came to me and he said, hey, you know what? Um, he's a videographer. He goes, I'm working on this TV show and I need a voice. He goes, and he goes, I don't want to use my voice, but I just need someone to read some stuff for me. He goes, I know you've dabbled in that. Would you be willing to just read it on my iPhone for me? Yeah, I don't care. So we scratched it out on, not on a napkin, but on a piece of paper real quick, what the script was, I read it. And he goes, yeah, that's cool. Well, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll send it to him and we'll see if we like it. All of a sudden, about six weeks later, I hear myself on a TV show. <laughs> they literally used the audio from the, the iPhone, from the audition, and he never told me. Wow. And so I sent him a text. I'm like, what's, what, what's this? He goes, yeah, they decided to use it. And since it's, uh, you know, it, it was just the billboard. And for, you know, maybe not everybody knows what a billboard is. That's your list of all the sponsors for a TV show. Right. And so I'm, I'm a huge outdoorsman. I watch a lot of hunting, fishing, uh, outdoors, camping type shows. And I always say, you know, brought to you by this yep. store and that store and this manufacturer, et cetera. And so I read that billboard for them and they used it. Wow. Now I have since recorded it with good, proper things <laughs> and got to read the show open and a number of other things. Wow. So, so now every time that show is on TV, it's called American Heroes Outdoors. Um, it's all about veterans, which I love. And it's me. I'm on the show. It's that's great. so it's crazy. Uh, and so that's what lit a fire under me because I did that before I even did the class. Right, right. Uh, and so I thought, you know, I'm going to make a go of this. COVID hit and I wanted it. It's like now or never. Let's, I'm just going to do this. You can also say that younger. you were extremely bored and that's fine too. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we all. Yeah, no uh, kidding. And so I'm like, I want to do something productive. I want to do something I enjoy that I'm passionate about. How can I do this? And I'd been dabbling with different podcasts I was listening to. And there's a handful of them out there, but the one at Voice Coaches caught my ear at the time. It was Josh that was yep. doing them uh, full time. And I was listening to those and I thought, you know, I'm going to check these guys out. So I went on the website and, you know, made some phone calls, ended up uh, doing the uh, initial class that John does. And one thing leads to another, go through the class, record an amazing demo uh, here at an awesome studio uh, in Minneapolis. And here we are. Now I'm trying to 
trying to get business. That's awesome. And I love that, you know, you've got this like various background. And that's the thing is like when we hang out with these students and stuff throughout the, the time, it's like, you know, everybody's coming in with, with a different background, different passions. And, and it's so cool to be able to see like where somebody's been and where they want to go. Wh while you were doing that, the program itself, like what was your biggest takeaway? What, like what's been the, the thing that is like really helped you improve the most to be like the voice actor that you are now? Uh, I would say the in-person portion with Josh, um, he helped me kind of craft my delivery better. You know, you got to remember, I went to broadcast school 30 years ago. Right. So back I then was the like, doing hey, the voice. Fine. I was Put the guy. The yeah, no, I got That's you. right. You know, you're, you've, <laughs> you've done it. You know, you've, you've, uh, you know, I literally was still spinning vinyl. Yep. You know, doing the whole, hey, and that was, and this is, and the time is, and the temp is, woo, <laughs> you know, and it was that thing, which is, and now it's it's cringeworthy. Uh, so he helped me a lot with my delivery to make it much more conversational and uh, empathetic, I guess, for some of the reads that I, uh, that I was doing and working with him on, um, you know, that, and uh, seriously, a lot of the archives in the podcast, I went into the Wayback Machine. And I, you know, there's a lot on the website. Yeah. So I went way back. I was listening to a lot of different things, uh, a lot of things about the marketing, et cetera. And, uh, but the biggest thing, like I said, was, was uh, talking with Josh and then having him as well as John, both telling me how to use my voice based on because everyone's voice is different, yeah, right? Yeah. You have you have people who are very good at the commercial or this or that. I don't have a uh, a young sounding energetic voice, so I'm not going to do you know something for high speed internet, probably a commercial like that. I ha I've been told I have a calming dad like voice, and so <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm I'm going to try to utilize that strength. And, you know, that's one of the things I'm going to do instead of trying to do something that I'm not, that I would have to struggle to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we always suggest that it's like you want to go for where your strengths are and where you feel most comfortable to start. And, you know, if you want to expand from there, I mean, then you do the things that you need to do to grow. So I'm like, Absolutely. I'm glad that those, you know, those things definitely, um, you know, are, helped you throughout, throughout the program. So, you know, since, since like we'll say graduating i don't know we don't sure uh since right. doing your demo like yeah. what, what has it been like like getting out there and getting work like what have you what's the process been like for you and like what's your favorite thing that you've done so far well my favorite would still have to be the outdoors tv show uh like i said it's called american heroes outdoors it's all about taking veterans out into the outdoors and just being a part of that is very yeah. amusing to me uh, i am not a veteran uh but i have a lot of friends that are and i'm very supportive of that community and so to have a small part in that is is very special to me i would say recording the audiobook that i did which was again way cool um so yes i have already done an audiobook uh literally like as soon as i i had not done the demo yet but i had completed all of the class right. stuff and thought, you know, I'm going to just start putting in for some of these books and bam, one of them hit. That's awesome. And that was an amazing experience. Uh, not all positive, but an amazing experience <laughs> because, um, you know, for anyone listening who has not done an audiobook, as I believe you have, oh, I have. Yeah. it's a lot of work. It it's a lot. lot more work yeah. than you think. You think you can just read it and 
send it off. Oh, Listen, no. I will never <laughs> think that I can just read it because I'm slightly <laughs> dyslexic. So, you know, I, I do pride myself on the fact that I have done so much reading out loud that I can pick up something and it will flow rather naturally. But, oh, I'm telling you right now, man, if it is poorly written, <laughs> my dyslexia yeah. knows, uh, you know, and it's awful. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I mean, it like, that's what people don't understand. You're right, because how many people just go and they binge watch an entire season of TV or they'll yeah. binge, you know, how many books in a week. And it's like, you just went through that so quickly. And I spent 48 yeah. hours doing that. Yeah. Like, and, oh. and so, yeah, exactly like you say. So the book that I read, which I was honored to do for a guy who he did the Iditarod 1000 on foot, which is in crazy. His name's Pete Ripmaster. Um, and so I read his story and, you know, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a autobiography and you're reading through it. And I, I tried to read it before I read it out loud. So I kind of knew what was coming, but I literally had over 40 hours of time yeah. in reading it out loud and then editing and then realizing when you're editing that you skipped a word. A word like was or it yeah. or this or and you don't realize it because your your eyes and your brain sees it, but your mouth doesn't say it. Right, right. Exactly. And and you go back and then you reread it. Or I even had one chapter that I hit record, but it didn't record. Oh, and so no. I reread the entire chapter. And then, you know, and then obviously you have the, the production side of it and making sure you're meeting all the standards and you send it in and then they proof it. Uh, so I had 40 hours into a book that was six and a half hours long. Yeah. It's such a great learning process. You know, that's Absolutely. what I realized too. Cause like my first one wasn't even paid, you know, and because I, I went and searched for the wrong stuff, that was my fault. But still at the same time, like I just wanted yeah. to get the experience and, and yeah. like mine was a book about super networking. And I'll tell you, I mean, it turned out the person that claimed they had the rights didn't even have the rights. So even after I did it all, it got taken uh, down. I was so I'm like, no. mm. but again, great learning experience. And it was a 13 hour audio project when everything was said and done. Oh so I don't even know how much time I took it and, and put into it. It was over the course of, I think a month. And it was like, whenever I had some time, you know, I would just go and record. Yep. I can't, I don't have any time now. Like this was before I was doing like a bunch of the radio work that I'm doing right now. It still like, you're right. Like doing the, all the behind the scenes and, you know, the editing process and, and learning how to make the audio, the right quality and like all those yep. kind of things, you know, that is, that is the, the additional skills that you start to build as a voice actor. You know, you got to build your actual skill first so you can get the work and then you start learning yep. more stuff on top of it. YouTube was my friend in so many ways. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, I use audacity that's what yeah. i that's what i add it with and yeah. so i did the same thing i did youtube videos i did tutorials how to set it up what's your best audio quality try to match things up with my voice and my microphone and and there's so many different variants uh and you try to make it sound as good as possible yeah and you know on some of the other projects that i've uh been lucky to land and do i've even gotten uh positive feedback uh, your microphone sounds great and i'm like if you only knew i was standing in my walk-in closet <laughs> you know and that's the funny thing i have now recorded i don't know how many hours and hours of different things standing in my walk-in closet you know yep. holding my copy or or my ipad or whatever you know it, 
you do what works. Yep. Never thought that was going to happen, I'm sure. <laughs> so, so tell me for you, as time goes on, you know, as the, the coming weeks and months and, and, you know, rest of the year, like what, what are some goals? What do you hope to achieve very, yeah. like, within, with, by the end of 2022? What do you hope to achieve as a voice actor? Well, I kind of have three levels of goals. I have my small goals, medium, and then I call it my big audacious goal, right? <laughs> my regular goals is I audition for at least one. It has to average, but I try to audition for at least one audiobook a week. Okay. Um, or the flip side, make a contact. And so either I audition for an audiobook or I send out my demo or make contact with someone to let them know what I'm doing. Uh, and I and I kind of rotate that, right? And so I don't I don't have any uh, misconceptions that I'm the next Mike Rowe or Morgan Freeman. You know, I'm not out there thinking I'm going to land the next big one tomorrow. And so I'm I'm and I have a full time job. You know, this right. isn't you know I, I'm working into this, and so I'm I'm slow steady progress, right? That's the first goal. Second goal. And I would like to be able to say I can do this by the end of the years. I would love to make $500 a month only yeah. on a voice. That's, that's, that's my goal. If I can, if I can accomplish that, whether it's by reading a book or, you know, by doing other work and my big audacious goal is to someday I want to voice a documentary documentary or narrated TV show, kind of like how it's made on the science channel or aerial America on the Smithsonian. That's the big dream. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those are good goals to have. You know, it's like you, you've got your slow builds and and you've got your monstrous goal to, to attest, like get get yourself to as time goes on. And, you know, as you're as you're doing all these projects, too, it's like you're constantly growing every single step, you know, so it's like you're going to get there. It's just a matter of like I always pe tell people like the words that ring in my head always keep going, you know, because you just never know. Sure where that contact is going to lead or where that job is going to lead or who's going to hear what. So, you know, it's always good to, to keep yourself going and keep yourself motivated. But listen, uh, you know, if people want to check out anything that you've done, what's your website? So people can uh, reach out and take a listen. Sure. Thank you. Phil Ewert productions.com. I have my demo on there that was produced, you know, by voice coaches staff, uh, as well as some of my most recent work, not all of my stuff's on there, but some of my most recent stuff, I was able to do a commercial recently, uh, that is on there as well as uh, a snippet of the audiobook I have on there. I've been, uh, fortunate to do some voiceover for some, uh, short video projects for some other veterans groups that's on there. Uh, and I have some other examples of like voicemail systems and some things and sure. uh, my my emails on there as well. Well, very cool. Well, Phil, thank you for taking some time here uh, on a random weekday to, to go ahead and hang out with me for a bit. Any former students that happen to be listening can always send in an email if you'd like to be a part of the podcast at info at voicecoaches.com. But more episodes coming at you again next Friday. Stay safe, everybody. Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information.